podcast. I'm Allison Little, a best-selling author, keynote speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur who has built businesses and brands for the past decade. I'm passionate about helping high achievers launch to the next level. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Podcast with Allison Little. Today's episode is called Get Your Shift together with Beth Handel. Beth is a co-founder of Handel Group with over 20 years in the executive coaching industry and having led more than 50,000 individuals. Mm -hmm. Beth's ability to evolve corporate culture and bring about exponential financial growth has become her trademark. We are so excited to learn about getting your shift together um, and what that means in, in our lives personally and also in our businesses professionally. And so welcome, Beth, to the Launch Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me, Allison. I'm thrilled to be here to your listeners and give them some great stuff that they can use in their lives. Absolutely. It's our pleasure. We're so grateful that you have taken the time and energy to share your wisdom and expertise with our listeners. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. (laughs) All right. So let's see. So Beth Handel, I am 62 years old. My younger sister, Lauren Zander, and I co-founded Handel Group back over 18 years ago when there was no such thing called executive life coaching. And we were like, what do you think? And every question was like, are you therapists? Are you doctors? And we're like, no, we're executive life coaches. And what we did is we gave ourselves one year to see if we could build our company and actually have pioneer executive life coaching into the world. And we had no idea. And we were like, let's give it a year. And if we fail, we fail, but we're going for our dream. And in that one year, We obviously are still here. We have built the largest executive life coaching company in the world. We have over 70 people who work for us. It wasn't always like that. So it wasn't like an easy journey up. Um, But we now teach at Stanford Medical School, Stanford Business School. We did for years for credit, MIT for 15 years, Harvard, Yale. So we have an education division. We have a life coaching division. I coach NFL players. We have a sports world, diversity. So, and I come coach C-suite executives. So we're having a ball. That's absolutely amazing. And I'm just so grateful that you've, you took that leap, right? In that, in that beginning part, because who would have thought if, if you would have not done that, all these people's lives wouldn't have been impacted the way that they've been impacted. Yes, for sure. We did not give up. We were like, no, come on, we could do this. <laughs> and that's amazing. So you have the Handel method, which is a revolutionary approach to life. So tell us more about that and kind of why you created that method. So actually, my sister is the genius behind the method. I'm the builder, right? And I now am in the managing partner and run the company with my CEO. But my sister really invented we're edgy. So let me just have everyone understand this is edgy. We curse a lot. Um, <laughs> we fight for your dreams sometimes more than you do. And our entire lives are about what's your dream and then let's have you go get it, which really means getting you out of your way. And so what we teach is we go for your cavities and pollution. 
We are not going to go to work on building your strengths because we don't think like, well, build your strengths on top of crap. Let's deal with the crap. So we go to your dark side and we do it in a very fun, respectful way. So you can meet your dark side and not be so offended by your dark side and actually learn to have it, play with it and have it benefit you. And that's what we do. And we go about that in a very simple method that has you access that. I love it. And in the results that you get for the people that you work with are absolutely phenomenal. You, you said you mentioned a, a few of them, but tell us a little bit more about that process and the types of people that you've been working with. So, for instance, if you take so we're in corporations and we took one of our presidents from 56 million, it might have been 57 to a billion. That is what we do. Now, how do we do that? I don't know the insurance business at all. What we know is human being and raising the bar of what we call your integrity, not only personally, but in the culture of an organization. So what I mean by personal integrity is two things. The ability to keep a promise to yourself. We suck at that, right? We'll keep a promise, you know, to we hopefully our children, our bosses, like certain people. So one of our clients we took from six, this is a company, insurance company. We know nothing about insurance other than we have it, is we took him from 56 million, his team, to a billion. And he already texted me two weeks, like last week it was, to so excited about the next game he's playing, right? And what we do, how do we do that? Because we don't know insurance. What we know is people. One piece of our method is called personal integrity. What do we mean by that? Number one, you've got to raise the bar on people's integrity. The ability to keep a promise to yourself. We suck at that, like truly suck at that. If you just take a look, like you want to meditate, you did. You want to lose weight, you did. And you have promises like today, I'm not going to do this. And then you do. So we as human beings have to learn what it is to actually do what you say you're going to do. And imagine if in an organization, the entire executive team has integrity with regards to managing what they say they're going to do. And the second definition is to live true to your values. So imagine if as a team, you really were a real team living true to your values with no gossip, with no, you know, grumbling behind each other's backs. So we raise the bar of humaning better, leading better, and then that we produce those kind of results. And that's with teams. We do the same thing with individuals. Mm, and that's so powerful. And I love that you've taken the time and energy to really uh, hone down on that method in order to make sure that you're getting the results. And, you know, one of the things that I keep seeing when I'm talking to people is people will be like, well, why do you need to do that? Like what? So why do you feel like this is super important for people to take the time and energy to invest in? Listen, we all need coaches. I need a coach. I, you know, I am a coach. I've been coaching for 18 years. I've done, but when I get stuck, what am I going to discuss it with myself? The only reason I'm stuck is because I just did something that didn't work and I'm blind to it. So I will call my coach. I have my two sisters, right? I've got my CEO. I'm like, all right, I'm stuck. Something's off. So I need someone to guide me. Same way that this afternoon I'm going to the gym. I have a gym trainer. I should not train myself. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'm going to be a brat about it called, you know, oh, it's too heavy. All right. I'm in there, right? <laughs> I need someone. 
Same with my NFL players. I coach many NFL players. There's their coach on the field, and then everyone wants a mental well-being coach, right? Especially in this day and age of the pandemic and everything we're going through. Ah, so, so true. So what's your main passion or purpose in life, Beth? (laughs) Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) My passion in life is to really reach millions of people so they can have their dreams. Like I am, I did a call last night with about 160 people, a free two hour dreaming workshop. It was so exciting for me to be able to like this one gentleman in his sixties to get him out of his way so he can meet the love of his life. And I did that for him or the woman who's dealing with not loving her career and what she she should do about it, that I get to be of service to people so they can have their dream. That's my love. And then I want to just do it for millions of people, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Once you do it for one person, I'm sure it just gets to be one of those things where you're like, I need to do this for more and more and more people because there's so many people that are searching for the answers, right? Yeah. What should I, like if you take an NFL player, right? I had an NFL player who got retired, not his choice. He got retired. He was planning on playing at least one to two more seasons, rock star. And now here he is, 30 years old with nothing. I mean, plenty of money, but it was like, who cared? He was like, what am I going to do with my life? And that he has now built what he has built in like his empire. And he's so happy. And to watch him be so happy in his next world, that just makes me like this. (laughs) That's so beautiful. And it's so powerful that you get to do that. One of the things we're going to talk about today is really about the fact that you grew your company from essentially, you know, you started it off and now it's at 8 million a year. Yeah, no higher way. than that. Okay. Well, it's grown to a multi-million dollar business. And so we have a lot of listeners who are trying to scale their businesses as well. And I figured you could probably share some of those struggles and challenges that you went through in trying to scale your business. Yeah, for sure. There's in the coaching business, you know, it takes two years to train a coach to be a coach. Right. And so in itself, that's like, oh Lordy. And then we don't sell out on that because you know, you got to be someone who not only knows our method, which is way easier than you got to walk the, you got to walk your talk, right? Like you got to live true to what we teach. So if I'm now being awful to my daughter and then I pretend I'm not, and then I'm going to coach you about your daughter, how's that fair? So you got to get people to live it too. So, and then two years, and then what if at the, they're now coaching and they decide they want a new dream? What am I going to do? So one of the things that I deal with, with both my CEOs and myself is I want people to be living their dream. And if we find out that you're in Handel and it's not your dream, even though I wish it was, and I want you to stay. And what do you mean you're leaving? It's like, what am I going to do? I, I teach, go get your dream. Someone recently like tell me she doesn't want to be an executive. She wants to be a VP and not run the division. And I'm like heartbroken because I want her. And at the same time, how am I going to make her stay? There's no friggin' way because my life is about you having your dream. And I yell at CEOs about that because they go, I don't want to know their dreams. I don't want to know their dreams because I don't want them to leave. Right. And so I have to yell at them to like, no, you want only the people 
who it's their dream to be working at this company or this place. Otherwise, they're not productive. So that has always been our battle, right? Because once you come work with us and it's all fun and you know we care about your dream and then you come up with a new one, bye. That That is is for sure one of the things. The second is to turn a coach, you get trained to be a coach, not a rainmaker. You're coming to coach, right? And sit all day and coach people and be so excited. Yeah, well, we then, there was the whole world of training my corporate coaches to also care about bringing more clients in and rainmaking and selling. And so they didn't come on for that. And, you know, that's a little scary, right? And so to be able to train people to also be rainmakers is what we did. And we've got rock star rainmakers, but that's like moving someone through an eye of a needle. Like training them to coach is one thing, training them to care about bringing more on and rainmaking and being that human, that took us a little too. So you've got to be willing to fight the right battles and not give up. Absolutely. So our listeners who are trying to scale right now and they're coming up with their own challenges, what advice would you give them? The most important thing is three things. Your physical, emotional, and spiritual integrity. You have to attend to all three while you're building your business. So whether it's you're looking for a new job, whether it's you're building your business and you you know need to sell your product, you know, and bring five new clients in a day. So there's physical integrity is what are you doing today? How many resumes are you sending out? How many people are you speaking to? How many proposals are you sending out? You need a game and a promise inside doing the do, okay? Then there's your emotional integrity, which means your feelings. You better love what you're doing. You gotta be like, you think your product is the greatest thing and you feel you're the right person to be selling it and building that business. So you gotta make sure you feel that. And the third is the one no one pays attention to. And it's the one that kills everything. The third is the spiritual integrity, which means your thoughts. Are your thoughts lined up with that you're a rock star and you're getting five new clients this week? The likelihood is no. So we have an inner dialogue that's 80% negative, that if you don't attend to it, it will, no matter how many resumes you send out, how many proposals you send out, if your thoughts are, I suck, I will never, no one's going to buy anything from me. We might as well just shut it down. That's your lower self. And you have to know her or him. And you got to be trained to shut him or her down. Mm, That's powerful. That's so powerful. I, so your physical, your emotional, and your spiritual integrity is really important to really understanding what you need to do and where you need to align yourself in order to go to that next level. Yeah. So anytime I speak about increasing sales, building your business, That's the three things I teach because most people are weak in some, like some are weak in like, do I have to send resumes? Do I have to call people? Oh my God, I don't want to. That would be your chicken voice, which is one of the negative 80%. Then you get your bratty voice, which is, you know, I sent three yesterday. Do I have to do any more today? And then you've got your weather reporter, which is all your reasons and excuses to not do something. And you must be paying attention to all of that. Mm, That's super powerful. So what would you say is the reason why your business has been so successful? Because I think um, we have a great product. 
as in both coaching and our online digital program, which saved people's lives during the pandemic, right? Because it's online, you can do it from home, you do it yourself, nobody's looking over and you really deal with dreaming, you deal with your dreams, you deal with who's gonna get in the way. We have a structure to then keep your promises. I think we've got great products, right? And we've got great people and people really, care about taking care of themselves in this day and age, not 18 years ago, but in this day and age, mental well-being is in the forefront. And we have a product that makes it easy and simple to deal with yourself and get you what you want. Absolutely. And getting yourself what you want is really important to many people. And they're always looking for that solution. And it sounds like you've been able to provide that. So the Last 18 months have been very difficult for many people and um, they've dealt with a lot of stress. And so what are the things that you do personally in order to deal with stress? What I do, um, I have meditation. And then up until I just, I'm on the end of my fractured foot. So, but I uh, hike with my two sisters and one brother-in-law six days a week. So I exercise, I meditate, I go to the gym, I hang out with my daughter. So those are all things I get, I take care of my uh, body every week. So it's taking care of yourself. The more you nurture and love on yourself, the more you can be available for the world. And that's one of the things that people have skewed wrong. Like, you know, you come Mm -hmm. last. No. One of the things inside of building your business I would take a look at is, are you taking care of yourself? Are you proud of your health and your body and what you're doing? So that is real key to self-love. Absolutely. And I'm so grateful that you brought that up because so often we're taught that we need to put everybody else first. And if we don't put ourselves first at some point, then um, there's just so many negative impacts to. No, sure. I was on the phone with an entrepreneur who, when I got her on the phone, she goes, Beth, I haven't eaten since yesterday. I need to sit at my desk. My business is exploding. And I'm like, your business is going to go in the wrong direction. If you keep not taking care of yourself, Beth, I know, I know, I know, but I just can't. I got to just do my business, do my business, do my business. And she looked, I said, your soul looks like it's depleting. She goes, it is, but she wouldn't stop. For all of you trying to grow your business, that is absolutely the wrong way. So let's talk more about that. So if your soul is depleted, uh, what does that what does that look like? If you're if you're coaching someone and you're having that conversation, what would you suggest for them to do first? The first thing after I could, they actually can see like, you're right, Beth. I would find out we put them in what we call a promise with a consequence and someone to hold them to account because your chicken and Brad and weather reporter will not let you, they don't care. Their whole life is about destroying you. And so I would find the right two promises for you that I could then feel you taking care of yourself. So whether it was exercise three times a week, get on the Peloton three times a week for 30 minutes, take a 15 minute walk, go get like theirs. Each person is different from meditation to journaling to I'd immediately do some self-care on you. And if you're going to let me put you promise is easy. Remember, no one keeps their promises. The consequence is the key. So that is something that would annoy the crap out of you that you have to pay if you don't keep the promise. Mine was meditate five days a week, 20 minutes each morning for five days a week for a year, or I don't get my morning coffee. And I, 
that's serious. I don't, I feel like that's a great consequence. I could do that. Yes. And I love my first cup of coffee in the morning, my favorite cup. And I only get one. And so for one year, I never broke that promise because over my dead body was I not getting my coffee. (laughs) And you have to have an accountability buddy. And so one of my sisters was my accountability buddy because she would absolutely. Right. So you need someone like me that will hold you to account. But you have to find the right consequence. It's usually a vice, but you also have to have someone to hold you to account. So any place in your life where you're struggling, all you need is one promise, one consequence, someone to hold you to account and watch what happens within two weeks of you keeping that promise or paying the consequence and then keeping the promise the next day. Your life will shift mm. for the dime. Simple, but super effective, right? Like that's amazing. Yeah. And I can see how that would impact uh, people in a very quick way, right? You're gonna you're gonna build that new habit in your life, and you're gonna start to grow yourself in that new way to become the healthier version of yourself, whatever that might look like. It might be in your finances. It might be in your you know exercise routine or meditation, right? Or even in dating, like making sure you're on the, whatever it is, it deserves. Because Allison, it's about your dream. That's where we start with people. Like an interview, the first thing is we break your whole life in 12 areas and you have to dream in each one. And then we get you out of your way. Like, okay, the chicken, brown and weather reporter are going to ruin this. And then in module three, it's what's the promises so that you can have your dream. This is not about what, like, what's your promise so you can, I can get something. This is for your life. So it's mm-hmm. all about getting your dream. And then our simple method, although powerful, gets you in line with that. That is amazing and so exciting. And I'm sure that the people that are listening right now are like fired up because they want that. Everybody wants their dream and wants to know what it is that they need to do in order to get closer to it. But a lot of times we don't have a method, right? Or a system in order to go to that next level. Some people don't even know their dreams. Like when you say that, they know New Year's resolutions. They know what they don't want. People suck, including myself until my sister got her hand on me is dreaming. Like people don't even know how to write a dream. What you children do. If you ask a child, what's your dream? They tell you, you ask an adult, what's their dream? Well, I'd like to be less anxious and less less critical. That's not a dream. That's all your cavities. I asked, who do you want to be? Not so people, we teach you dreaming to start because people have stopped dreaming. Why? Because then they'd actually have to do something about it. And I think they're, they're scared of that. Do you notice that? Yes. I see too, because I'll do a goal workshop or I'll do something where we're thinking bigger and they, they come up with this beautiful vision and they tell me what it is. And they're almost afraid to say it out loud because as soon as they verbalize it, now it's something they must do. And they're afraid of failing or they're afraid of what somebody might think of them. So what would you say to those people who are, maybe they've figured out what their dream is, but it freaks them out. Of course it does. It freaks us all out, right? The immediate thing of the dream, what immediately shows up is remember the chicken. So the chicken will go, who do you think you are that you think you can do that? There's a, that's just your darker side. You have to learn that that's not you talking to you or God. That is your chicken, rat, and weather reporter, your lower self. I'm going to tell you, may I tell you one story of an NFL player? Absolutely. Okay, so, and I'm allowed to say his name, Justin Pugh. I got him when he was a giant and he was a rookie. He was failing, about to get cut. 
he will tell you this. I saved his ass. He got a contract there. He's now with the Arizona Cardinals. And I got a text from him that said, he wrote in the text, Beth, I thought of you today. I had to speak at the state Senate of Arizona. And he sent me the clip. And then he writes, my chicken didn't want me to do it, but I told him to fuck off. <laughs> so that's what we teach is you've got your dream, but we've got to get your dark side that doesn't believe in you out of your way. And you have to learn it's not you. That is just amazing and wonderful. So I know that you've gone through this process in your own life, right? And, and it's probably helped you launch to the next level. Our, our podcast is called Launch. And so one question I ask every single person who is on the podcast are what are the two things you've done in your life to launch to that next level? Oh, well, have you met my sisters? So <laughs> there's never a time where I don't get to evolve. Like I'm 62 and single, just broke up with um, my boyfriend of two and a half years. Why? Because I was tolerating. I was selling out. I didn't want to deal. And one of my sisters was like, mm, mm, mm. and so it was one of the hardest things I had to do because I loved him, but I knew not my guy. And so that was like five months ago. And so I'm now very clear about who I'm allowed to pick, who I'm not, and no more selling out. That is one of my downfalls in the arena of love. Yeah. And that's hard to deal with, but I'm sure that as you gain that awareness, you're able to grow from that experience. Yeah, for sure. I live our method. So there's owning the dark side, right? And then creating the new dream and then having the structure and the promises and all that to fulfill on it and then having the support. Awesome. And so what's another thing that you've done in your life to launch to the next level? Let's see, what else have I done to launch to the next level? So I sucked as a mother. <laughs> I, really, I, I could give you every story where I'm a complete jerk. So I sucked as a mother, like no kidding. I'm not from the earth mothers. If you had met my mother, you would understand, not her fault, this is on me. And I really, and my daughter's 20 and we're madly in love. And she called, you know, FaceTimed me this morning, but that was not always like that because I really did suck. And I really only knew it from my mom. And so I really had the coaching and the development of getting off my pedestal. Like I'm the mother, like my mother was, and really caring about how Max felt. And Max was allowed to let me know what sucked about me and what didn't work. And mommy, that really hurt my feelings. And then I would have a promise and a consequence. Mm. There was, I was in promises and consequences with my daughter. I was not allowed to go red on her or I had to pay her money. Like I deeply cared about being a great mother and I sucked. And so I had to do that work on myself. I love that you're sharing these areas of life where you felt vulnerable and how you've been able to change them. I think that's really, really powerful, especially for our listeners to hear because they're, you know, none of us are perfect, right? And the fact that you're just kind of sharing, hey, I sucked at this. Like, I think that that's a really powerful thing um, because a lot of times, and, and I, I'm a recovering perfectionist, I'll admit that. And so I wanted it to all look perfect all the time. And I didn't want to share the vulnerable pieces, but here you are saying, you know what, I sucked at that area and here's what I did in order to improve it. And I think that as soon as we can own that and, yes. and really and, and take responsibility for ourselves, that's when we see the changes happen in our lives, right? Exactly. Exactly. That's the key, the courage to admit the truth about where you suck, your dark side. We all have them, right? And you want to be able to get to, oh, there's the ceiling, there's the floor, here's my right arm, and I suck at this. And not have it be like, oh, I have to hide it, I'm embarrassed about it, you know, and because you then can't resolve it. 
And then what I've, I saw in my own life is just the pattern kept repeating itself until I actually dealt with that dark side and, yeah. and, and admitted it for myself and took responsibility for yeah. me, right? Yeah. Because we all have areas where we want to improve and, and become a better human. Yeah, no, for sure. I love that. Yes. Okay. So I have to ask you this question, Beth, because I know that you probably read so many books. Um, what is your favorite book? Well, you know what I'm going to say, right? Um, <laughs> our book, right? And I love the title of our book. Both my sisters wrote the book and it's called Maybe It's You. And just that title makes me giggle every time. I'll never forget the first time my sister, when we first started Handel, got me to get, I called her. I was upset about my husband at the time, my ex, um, who were dear friends. Um, and I like told her the whole story of how he was so bad. And she then goes, yeah, but Beth, what did you do? And I'm like, what are you talking about? He did it. No, 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 Beth. What did you do? Maybe this is you. And it was the first time I had ever heard that. Like, what do you mean it's me? And I resisted it at first. I'm like, no, you don't understand. You didn't listen to me. She goes, Beth, maybe it's you. And I was like, holy shit, what is she talking about? And it like altered my entire world. Because if it is me, I can do something about it. Oh, powerful. If it is me, I can do something about it. Uh, amazing, amazing, amazing. There have been so many lessons, Beth. I could talk to you all day long. You are doing such an amazing job at serving the world with your giftedness and, and your company is helping so many people. So thank you for that. Uh, yeah. But how do people get a hold of you? And I know that you have a special gift offering for our listeners. Yes, for sure. So first, everyone, go follow us on Instagram at Handel Group. Why? We drop free content there all the time, right? So go listen. I do corporate coaching. I do love coaching. That We're all over at Handel Group. So go follow us on Instagram. And then the gift we're giving is $50 off our online digital program called Inner You Life where it's 12 modules, you do it yourself, you can listen to it on your walk and then do your work on your computer. So it's normally $425, we're giving it to your listeners for 375. You get one free coaching session, you get some group coaching if you want, it's the greatest gift we could give for you. So inner you like, yeah. So generous. And I thank you so much. I was going through all of those and I just am, I'm just amazed and I'm so excited for our listeners. Definitely check that out. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for who you are and what you do in the world. You're definitely a launch leader and you're, you're helping people all over the world. And I just am so excited to see where it takes you. And to all of our listeners, my dear friends, share this episode and go and get your own inner you membership and, and, and go through that process. Don't just buy it and then sit on it, do something with it and let us know how it goes because that's where the power comes is when we do something with what we're learning. So thanks again and have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to the launch podcast. I'm Allison Little, and I'm so excited that you spent your time with me. Look for future episodes and connect with me on social media or at my website at www.allisonlittle.com.